You're listening to Location Cubed. On this episode, we're going to revisit something we've talked about many times. Many times. <laughs> the return to the return to the to the return that could to be the right. return to the office. Something like that. We're talking about return to office and how changes in office policy and worker habits are going to potentially continue to impact office footprints, leases, and, and all things related to office. But first, we're gonna get some unscripted reaction to Howard. Jonathan, could you can you hand me this is a, literally an unscripted program, and Howard didn't know I had brought this. So at our, recently at our office Christmas party, we had a caricature artist, and most people at the, at the party sat down with their spouse, their significant other, and, and had a character drawn. And I sat down with my significant other, and, and we had a character drawn. And, and I think it's most important, Howard, when you look at it, they, they did one thing incredibly correct. Not only did they capture our likeness, but they got the, the order of the names correct. Yeah, you know, there is a saying that the insecure ones are the ones who want top billing, so I understand. I will totally own up to that. <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. And, and I'm trying to remember, what were our wives doing while we were doing that? Laughing at us exactly. along with everybody exactly. else who was, uh, who was in line. So return to office um, on, a, on another episode. Um, we had talked last year about sort of what the workplace might look like, flexible work arrangements, and we've even talked about how um, when folks don't return to the office, yet some economic incentives, incentives yeah, have been yeah. granted to employers. You know, how does that change their incentive packages, right? right? right. And that's, that's still something that I think continues to be unpacked with municipalities. Um, but now, you know, the landscape continues to change. Right. On one hand, I hear, well, our people will never be at back in the office. It's changed forever. And on the other side, no, it's not changed forever. We're going to be back in the office. What do you think? Well, I mean, it's, again, I've said this before, a lot of the bigger companies are, are taking the lead on this. Uh, you know, Goldman Sachs is still trying to get people into the office, and I think they're struggling with that. They're building a whole right. corporate Which campus across my Which means they need to have people, and getting that, a lot of incentives. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, so they need people in the office. I think Apple's struggling to get people in the office making mandates. I'm not even going to go down the Twitter say Twitter's path. not struggling. I'm not going to go down that path. <laughs> uh, but also, just recently, Starbucks did the same thing. And I really liked what... Um, How does your barista not return to the office? Well, talking about corporate Oh, executives. okay. But, was... but apparently what I heard, the chairman of Starbucks basically said, look, when we said we'd work remotely, you said you'd be in the office a few days a week. No one's doing that, so now I'm going to mandate it, which I thought was, was really good to, to go down that path. Um, but again, like we said before, so much of it depends on the job. Yeah. You know, our job, oh. I think you need to be in the office. If okay. I'm a customer service rep, I don't need to be in the so office. So I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. You think we need to be in the office mm -hmm. because you were raised in an environment Hold on, hold on. I know we're, we're going to debate this. You were raised in an environment where you had to be in the office in order to form those bonds. True. So you think you need to be in the office to form those bonds. But think about this generation that has been raised on things like, I'm going to use an example here, a PlayStation, where I get online and I might play a game with kids that some of whom I've never met before, and I may cons and they're located all yep. over the country, all over the world, and I consider some of those folks to be friends of mine. And I know things about them, about their personal life, I know where they go to school, I know what sports they're into. We have a, gr a friend group that we have never met, that we may never meet, but they have formed social bonds through that medium. They've grown up on that technology and that approach whereas you and I did not. When we were playing on our Atari Tits 2600s, or in your case, Pong, um, we did not have that same experience, and they do. True. 
I mean, I'm just saying that throw that out as something that kind of flips the equation. I, I a get bit. it, but I've also talked to so many of my contemporaries, age-wise, who talk about their children who were working remotely and not and not liking it. Right. There's still a cohort of people. And, and younger no doubt. people at that who want to be in the office. It's, I, no it's, doubt. And it's like anything else. You can't make a broad generalization. Well, I, and, no, and, I'm not, and I think you're right. You can't. My experience, and I'm kind of basing this on, on the lens of my 19-year-old son mm -hmm. who was raised in that generation right. of I can get online and play games. And he's formed those friend groups online. But he's also the kid that when he's offered a remote learning option in college versus going to class, he's like, no, I want the experience of going out, going to class, yeah. meeting people, and seeing folks right, face to face. Right. It's just part of developing good social. Whereas my daughter's taking remote classes this year. Yeah, but but I'm saying you can get somebody from that generation right, right. who who was raised that way, or I shouldn't say raised because we didn't raise them on on Nintendo or on you know on the PlayStation, but who grew up in that environment yet says no, I, I kind of want that traditional environment. Right. But I'll say my daughter has to go to work every day because she's a nanny. It's kind of hard okay. to nanny remotely. Well, so. it's hard to manufacture remotely, <laughs> right. brew coffee, and do a lot of exactly. other things remotely. Exactly. So return to office has changed for those who work in an office. office. That's why I was going to say return to office yeah. maybe as opposed to return yeah. to work. Because if you've tried to drive from Prosper to Dallas on the DNT at 7 o'clock in the morning, it's I can, filling I, up. I'm going to tell you, it's filled up. I'm going to tell you returned to office has returned. Right. So there may be as many there may be folks who are not going into an office, but somebody still has to right. go to a job. And it depends I, what day you're on yeah. too. So, yeah. but you know, another unintended. Yes, yes. If you're on a, if you're on a day that ends in Y, the tollway <laughs> is a disaster. I will give you that. And another unintended conse unintended consequence. Um, we heard this yesterday on our team call. Um, one of our um, supervisors had done a little bit of research talking about companies that had hired people during the pandemic and a little bit after saying, you know, it's a remote job. You can work wherever you want to work. And now they're saying you've got to come back to the office. Yeah. Well, what happens when your office is in, let's say, Dallas, and your home is in, let's say, West Texas mm -hmm. or Montana yeah. or something like that? How do, you, how do you come back to work? Yeah. And so a lot of that is still coming up relatively recently with yeah. some of the mandates, but it's going to be interesting to see do people end up quitting their jobs to find other remote jobs? Mm -hmm. Do they pack up and move so they could go to work? Yeah. Or do the companies go, and eh, we were just kidding, you right. can keep working remotely. I think it's a little bit too soon to tell what's gonna happen there, but I think it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that and see how all that works out. One thing that remote work does address, it solved, potentially solves a problem, and that is housing affordability. True. I wanna point this out. True. We've talked on, on a number of other forums and podcasts about just the increased price of housing in major metro areas. Let's take DFW, where the price of housing continues to go up mm -hmm. because of supply issues and demand and whatnot. But when you put folks in a position where they can work remotely, I no longer le need to be tied to housing prices in DFW. Correct. Maybe I can sit in, you know, name the outlying suburb Costa or you know, Rica. Well, Costa Rica. You could live in Costa Rica you, and you, work. You could live in Costa yes. Rica and work. I, I'm sorry, I was thinking of Denton. I know, but but, but I mean, you, yes. What's the difference between Denton and Costa Rica? I think there's a significant if difference. I'm saying no, if you're I mean, a remote worker, what's the you. difference for work if you're in Denton versus Costa Rica? There, there is no difference. Exactly. Yes, if you're 100% remote. Now, what you can't do is offer those people that opportunity and then pull the rug out from under them, as you said later, and say, okay, now we, hey, just right. kidding. And, and the other now thing everybody that, needs to come in. And I think in. the other thing that's gonna happen is a ledger of pay equality on that. Yeah. If you're working in the office in, let's say, New York, yeah. should you get paid the same amount if you take a remote job and you're living in Costa Rica? 
at some point the employers are going to have to factor in yeah. the cost of I'm sorry, the benefit of not having to be in a high cost market and reflecting that in pay. Yeah, well, just as you do geographic pay disparities, mm -hmm. someone living in Billings, Montana is not necessarily subject to the same cost of living increases as somebody in Manhattan. Right, but historically the the salaries have been focused on where the job is. Correct. And it's gonna, that's going to be a little bit well, of a mind shift to where's the employee Is at. it where the job, but traditionally the job and the person have been, been in the, in same, the same location. Agreed, agreed. So I'm that's focusing I'm saying there's on a mind like, shift that's going to have yeah. to happen. So I'm focusing on where you live, not necessarily right. on what cost right. center you're right. assigned to. And there's going to have to be that disconnect. Right. And that's all the time we have on Location Cubed. If you like what you hear, please submit a comment and guess which blazer Howard will be wearing in the next episode. You've been listening to Location Cubed.